Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. Help. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. Now that we're back in the episode, hello, hello, let's talk about what happened today. So I go to a venue, a speaking venue, and the show starts at eight o'clock. I'm there at seven o'clock. I'd already had a sound check the night before, but something went wrong when I showed up. Like nothing worked. The slides wouldn't come on. The, nothing would happen right. And the AV people could not get it to work literally until almost nine o'clock. No, and almost 10 o'clock. Really? Mm-hmm. So you were on for almost an hour and a half. It was like 930 and so, you started at 830. I just ad-libbed. Oh, yeah, that's true. I ad-libbed shit, um, and, but content. But in the meantime, I'm ready to go for four hours and they can't get it to go to my first slide. I, Gabrielle hadn't introduced me yet. No. Oh, it was so bad. And then they asked me to help and it's like, you want me to do this? Okay. So finally, I had this idea that they needed to switch out the computer. So we tried my computer. I don't know if you know that. Tried my computer, it still had an issue. So I'm like, okay, well, it's not the computer. So, but maybe it's the fact that it's a Mac. Can you try a, a PC? And that seemed yeah. to, to finally The PC fix is it. just like but a Mac. Why did they, they're, they're the tech people, but it doesn't matter. It's fine, whatever. So. But the, the here's the deal. Um, I, I can't explain it, but when you're ready to go, and you can't go, it's a frustrating feeling because you don't control anything. Yeah. Like they're in complete control. And and what's crazy about this is, like, I don't know that we're setting up the story for you guys to visualize it, for you to visualize what actually happened, but there's a hundred people, maybe right. more, in the room <laughs> who are also ready to go, Yeah. who had breakfast there starting at seven. They were probably read ready to go, you know, by 7.30, but we, they started the meeting at 8. Jeffrey went on at 8.30. 
And so now they're sitting there for, you know, an hour and a half, like waiting, anticipating this guy, Jeffrey, who's going to come speak to them. And I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Okay. So what do you do, diehards, when things go wrong, when they don't go as planned? Maybe somebody doesn't show up for the meeting. Maybe somebody has something to do in the middle of your meeting as you're at the height of your pitch. Maybe it's uh, two people can't make it because of traffic or the weather. Things happen. The question is, how do you react to it? How do you respond to it? And how do you recover from it? What is your resilience factor as you enter into this? So I thought to myself, look, I can't make a horse's ass out of myself because two people can't get it right. I might have 20 years ago, but all I did was go with the flow. I read my own slides from my own computer. I gave lessons. Everyone was engaged. People were laughing. And I tried to mitigate the fact that the, I don't know how to explain this, that the AV was a clusterfuck. <laughs> I think that's the easiest and way. And here's the, like, the hardest part about this. They would get it so that it would work for like a minute or and then two. Go, yeah, and then, and then it would go out. So it's like he would like have all these false starts. You know, like, oh, it's working now. And then it would just disappear from. The <laughs> it was pretty nutty. But still, you do it. No matter what you do, you do it even if your ass falls off. That's the deal. And the meeting had a lot of pressure on it because, you know, you're there to to help these hundred people who are in the audience. Right. And the outcome of this meeting meant 10 more meetings. So it's not like it was like, if I get to do this, they're going to love me and I go home. Right. I get to do it nine more times. Yeah. That's the deal. Mm -hmm. So I did it because I had the experience. I did it because I was totally prepared to go. I did it because I've given a lot of speeches before and where things have happened. And I did it because I wanted to look my best in front of that audience. Yeah. And, and because you cared about yeah, but you can't getting be a, what they're supposed to get out of you it. You can't too. be a whiner. No. And the audience was completely with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was really interesting. So here's the question, I guess, for you, Die Hard, which is if something doesn't go right in your meeting, whether it's a talk in front of the room or it's um Zoom meeting, or it's an in-person networking meeting, or it's a sales call. Mm -hmm. How prepared are you? Are you prepared enough to go off the cuff and just do whatever it takes to make it work for the next hour and a half, no matter what? I mean, you would have done the whole day without all your slides if you had to, like we would right. have figured it out. Right. And I, I, you know, the question is really how prepared are you? And then how do you respond to it? And I think like the react, respond, recover piece, which you mentioned, and I think that's so important. If you're not prepared, you're going to have a way harder time yeah. reacting in a yeah. way that's positive. Yeah. The people that wing it always lose in those situations. Always. The people that are whiny about it always lose in those situations because you look bad. Well, you look like an asshole. If you if you yeah. were to go off on that guy this morning, Ugh. you would have looked like a total jerk because all he was doing was trying to help, right. right? And so you didn't. They acknowledged how helpful the guy was or tried to be. And it was just, by the way, you don't know this. It was his first time ever doing an event. 
Oh. His boss had major tooth surgery and was out this week, and they thought they would throw him into the ring of fire. Good move. Yeah, so that he would learn on the job. <laughs> you learned today, boys. Oh, man. He felt so bad. I really did feel bad for him. But, yeah. like, it, when you're an asshole, you're the one who looks like the asshole. So there's no point in, in being an asshole, you know? And, and I... I don't know. I think it's really all about how do you recover from that and what do you do? And the challenge is you do your best to look your best in front of everybody, but you basically do it for yourself. You're not doing this for the audience. You're not laying down. For, you do the best you can for yourself because this is your pride. This is your circumstance. This is your situation. And this is your life. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, 20 years ago, I would have done it differently because I was a different person. Mm. Now I'm more relaxed and calm. And, you know, I'm also 2,000 more events into it. Right. And right. It experience for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the experience of it carries you through. It takes the day. But really, the bottom line is there's so many other factors that go into it. Because when you're about to give a presentation and you know it, either from to an audience or to a customer. When you're about to do a presentation, you're prepared, you're in the groove, you're in the mood, whatever it is, and then something throws you off, but you can't let it throw you off balance. You can't let it get to your attitude. You can't let it get to your own factor of belief in yourself. You just have to let it roll. Whatever happens, happens. And that's way easier said than oh, done. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, not let it get to yourself when, you know, if you if you get in your head, then you totally get out of your head. Meaning if you get in your head about what's going on, then you get out of your head about delivering what you need to deliver. Right. Right. You and lose your so, creative factor. Yeah, exactly. So I decided not to do that. <laughs> and I put myself in a winning position by simply being myself. I wouldn't get out of my own character no matter what. Yeah. And everyone sitting in the audience is like. They're feeling uncomfortable because they know yeah, it's not going they right. they know it's not working. Right, right. So I try to mitigate that by being funny or asking questions. Or, and I ended up having them do their workbook stuff. Mm -hmm. That took maybe 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then I just kept talking about things and let them stand up and talk about things. And it actually worked. Yeah. No, it, it was great. It was great. I can tell you also, I impressed their leaders. Oh, yeah, because I don't know how many people could have done what you did. Yeah. I don't know how many people could have done that. Um, okay, so Dyers, I want to I bring this back to you for a minute and just really challenge you that today, this week, this month, sometime in the near future, because this is reality. Something will screw up. Something's not going to go the way... <laughs> And you I knew intended exactly where you were going. You intended for it to go. Yeah. Okay. That is just like, uh, and I'll give you an example of me this week was at, you know, I was already kind of scrambling to get everything ready to leave for this Dallas trip. And at nine or 10 o'clock at night, Jeffrey texts me. He's like, your flight was canceled. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Like what? No, he's like, no, I'm serious. Your flight was canceled. I'm like, what? He's like, they booked you. I was on an 8 a.m. flight. But don't worry, they booked you on a 5 a.m. flight leaving Charleston. <laughs> now, you may not know this about me, but 
Leaving for the airport at 3 a.m. is not my idea of a fun time, okay? Especially with the dogs and having to do all the things and I'm freaking out because I, you know, I haven't left the dogs in a year and now all of a sudden we're leaving the dogs three times in three weeks. Just horrible, even though I'm happy we're here. And so I'm like, are you kidding me? Like what? So now I'm scrambling even more and somehow I just made it work. Yeah. You know, I just you just figure it out. There may be things you have to cut. There may be things you have to do differently. But every day in your life, you're, you're not going to have a day where every day, everything goes perfectly as planned. And the question really becomes, how do you show up? How do you handle it? How do you, as Jeffrey said, stay in character of your best self? OK, he stayed in character of his best self. He didn't let all this shit get to him. He could have yelled at me. He could have, even though it wasn't my fault, he could have yelled at the tech guy. He could have, he could have just been angry and pissed off and said, you know what? Everyone take a break until we figure this out. But no, he stayed in character of his best self. And I think that that is truly a testament. Let's give myself a hand. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's truly a testament to who he is and what he's capable of doing. And I hang on a second. It's a testament to who I have become. Mm. Because who I was would not have taken it. Mm-hmm. Who I've become handled it very well. Yeah. And so that's a good point. And so who do you need to become to stay in character of your best self? Exactly. So I think we're going to just call this a night because I've been talking for six hours already today. <laughs> but I didn't want to not talk to you in the Insiders Club because it's important to me. And we posted a message and not everything goes exactly perfect, but guys are understanding it now, coming up on 500 days. Um, I'm appreciative of you and I wanted to do this, a, a live event for you so you could get the feeling of what life is like on the road, what life is like as a, as a presenter and how you work with your partner in order to be able to make it happen. And it was a great day today. By the end of my talk, people were crying and applauding, standing up and screaming. So when we have our Insiders um, Club event, because you know, you guys know, as long as you remain an insider, that you will get a ticket mm-hmm. to our in-person event this year. I think one of the things we should do is talk about consultative selling yeah. and um talk about and have them do some of the activities that we did today. I yeah. think that would be really powerful. Yeah, they were phenomenal. Yeah, they were really, really good. So we'll spend a half a day on that. I like that. It's a two-day event. Yeah. Um, half a day on, on consultative selling. It's killer. And it's, a, it's the biggest eye-opener in sales. Yeah. Because I challenge you to not just be the best salesperson on the planet, but to be... The salesperson that the customer is hoping for, to be the salesperson that the customer needs. And for you to be able to do that is not an easy task because it's not, if people tell you all the time, be, be a consultative salesperson, they don't tell you how. You come to Charlotte, I'm going to tell you how mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. So if you're listening to this on the podcast and you're like, what is this event? How do I get a ticket? Let me tell you, all you have to do is become a member of the Insiders Club and all the details are in the show notes. The price of admission for this event is either free is 
is free, meaning included with your Insiders Club membership or $2,000. So you get to decide, okay? And let me tell you, the Insiders Club is way less money than than that $2,000 up yeah. front. So I highly recommend you become a member because there's so much value in that. And uh, we, the members have, you know, a lot of them have become like family. Like we so love connecting yeah. with you guys. So. I know, I agree. I know. So uh, Insiders, we're going to stick around to talk to you for a couple more minutes. But on the podcast, until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer. I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. Even if things fuck up, <laughs> don't let your ass fall off. I'll talk to you later. Thank you very much for your kind attention today. We will see you very soon. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day. So you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See See you you next week. week.